Welcome to The Row Report, a podcast that brings you the latest news, exclusive interviews, and valuable insights from the region's top real estate leaders. And now, our host, Elizabeth Rowe. Welcome back to another episode of The Row Report, where we help agents like you think, feel, and act like a pro. I cannot tell you how excited I am about our guest today. It's really someone that I've worked with throughout my career in real estate, and we still have great conversations from time to time on you know, what the market's doing, what other agents are seeing, and really just how to provide better service to our clients. Today, I want to welcome Tim Moldenhauer with Remax Associates and the Moldenhauer Group. Thanks, Olivia. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited. excited. Uh, contribute, maybe give some information to help some people yeah, in this career. Absolutely. Well, a lot of you out there have noticed that the market's shifting. And this is something that Tim and I talk about often with how, you know, a, a shifting market requires some shifts in our mindset, right? And how we really need to buckle down, return back to basics, mm. right? And do the things that we know work and that produce the best results. And a lot of times it's not fun and it's not sexy, you know? No. Well, the funny thing is, is most shows out there when people see real estate, they never show the client acquisition part. They show the fun part. We love oh, showing yeah. property. We love oh, yeah, selling yeah. property, but they never show you where did they come from. That's right. That's right. So that's what we're really going to dive in today is um, what it takes to get started in real estate. So if you're out there just getting started, what are the the fundamental things that you need to be doing on a daily basis and not giving up, right? Creating that consistency. And then for those of you that are out there watching and uh, or listening, and you're just really thinking, man, this market has shifted and I don't know how I'm going to feed my family next month. Um, I really uh, encourage you to listen to Tim's story and just where he came from and how he got started and the things that have gotten him to where he is. So um, you want to tell us a little bit about your story, kind of how you got started in real estate? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll jokingly say I've been in real estate my whole life. I'm 44, and um, I come from a family of real estate. My mom's been in it 40 years. And so all of us kids, I was the youngest, we all worked in it, stuffed in envelopes. I used to deliver when they had the MLS books, books. Yeah, yeah. I would go pick them up in Rogers and take them to all the offices. You're really so, showing your age there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> pre-internet. And so and so I I went to, you know, as her assistant through high school and then went to college. Didn't I swore off real estate, all three of us did. And then graduated U of A, and then I remember my mom just said, give me one year in real estate, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so that first year, uh, I think I sold 23 homes and mm. never looked back, you know? Yeah. And so it's a, I will say growing up in it, it's a, it's a special career that I don't think anybody should ever take for granted, yeah. you know, what you can achieve sure. in this career. Now, a lot of people out there, because I hear this sometimes, oh, Elizabeth just got lucky. Or they might look at Tim and say, well, his mom was in it. He just got lucky, you know, and you and I both know that is mm -hmm. not the case, right? Yeah. So maybe you can speak to a little bit about how, you know, what it really took that first year to close 23 deals. Well, uh, you know, coming from a family and uh, had a parent that, you know, my mom was a high producer, you know, and what that means is even, I mean, even today, I mean, so she prospected every single day. Mm -hmm. Before I had my license, she had sent me down to an um, action workshop with Mike Ferry and we were chanting scripts and and so I was calling for sub owners before I had a even had my license. Yeah. And so and that's what it takes, you know, in this business to to really master your craft. You've got to understand the first part is the client acquisition part. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I grew my personal business uh off of daily prospecting. Right. You know? And yeah. it was 
and you got to think this is before internet leads, before mm-hmm. inter- Zillow, and it works today. We called just listed, just solds. We called forced owners, expired, mm-hmm. and then because at the time I was twenty three, didn't have none of my clients were. I didn't have any friends that were buying. Yeah. Yeah, and so, my friends couldn't afford a Schwinn, much less yeah, a house, yeah. right? You know, I didn't really have a, a sphere of influence to tap into. And, and so I always say, you you got to really cut your teeth and and earn some a stranger's business and show them what you're worth, and mm. then now they're a client for life, right? And right. So you, yeah. So that first year, it was daily prospecting, daily role played, and mm. it was just really. You know, uh, it was my only choice at that point. I'd committed to right. this. Right. Yeah. So. That's really good. That's really good. I like that you talk about how real estate's really a contact sport. You know, that's something that when we're talking to people, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, I want to get my real estate license. You know, I love watching HGTV. I love looking at houses, you know, all of those things. And um, you find out that they're afraid to make contact with, they don't want to pick up yeah. the phone, you know, or they don't want to be belly to belly. We tell them you got to be belly to belly with people, right? You got to mm-hmm. be shaking hands, kissing babies, that kind of thing. And so something that we've talked a lot about with people that talk about wanting to get their license at first, I'm just like, no, I don't know that you really want to do this. <laughs> Have you really thought about this? You know, but what we tell them is that your first two years of real estate, don't think of it so much as all the property you're going to show, contracts you're going to write, like mm-hmm. all of those tactics and techniques you pick up and you learn as yeah. you do it, right? It's Correct. not like you just jump in and read a book and you're like, okay, I'm ready. It's really boots on the ground experience. What I think that most agents that are successful, the way they look at their first two years is as a marketer. Mm-hmm. They're marketing themselves to other people, right? Correct. You know, they're really out there making the relationships, showing them two things, in my opinion, you know, hey, I care about you. Yeah. And I'm competent. You know, that's all that people really want to know, in my opinion, to be able to work with you. Are you good at what you do? And do you care about me? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking. You know, if if someone asked me what three things would you do, A, be nice. Be nice to your clients, but also message everybody, be nice to the other agents in the marketplace. More than anything. Yeah. Uh, Master your craft. I mean, Mm. you know, you've got to know so much in this industry and so you're constantly learning. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm learning today. And then number three, just be consistent in what you do. And, and it's the marketing. What is it going to be? How are you going to market my, yourself? Are you going to mm-hmm. do it calling people day to day? Are you mm-hmm. going to do it door knocking? Are you going to do it social media? Are you going to do it on YouTube? Whatever you do, you know, it is all just reaching the public is what right. it is. Yeah, so. yeah. And to be able to do that consistency, and I think you and I have talked about mastery and what that is, and that, mm-hmm. you know, that they say it's 10,000 hours, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the Beatles got their 10,000 hours at a strip club in Hamburg, yeah. Germany, you know, that we don't exactly have, you know, that kind of luxury of, of getting those in like the Beatles did, right? And so, you know, when we look at how much time you're spending on your calls, you know, you're getting better at it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing it consistently and it doesn't become a habit, it just kind of falls by the wayside and you're out there. I tell people, you know, even a turkey can fly in a hurricane, right? <laughs> Anybody can pick up a deal yeah. or two, right? But to really be a master at what you're doing requires a system, you know, whatever it is, right? And then being consistent at it. Well, and you've got to get, if you never give yourself enough chances, and I think that's the biggest problem mm. in this, people don't even have enough, they don't even have enough opportunities. They're not putting themselves out enough enough. Uh, enough people's houses, enough turning enough doorknobs, talking to enough people yeah. to even get a win. Mm, that's good. And then if you don't get a win, you're not going to go out there and try anymore. And so it's it's just like like you said. I mean, if you 
keep getting out there, you're going to have a win. Right. And That's so, really good. Yeah. So it's really just a numbers game. It's mm-hmm. a, a this many contacts equals this many, this many, all oh, the way down to your closings, yeah. right? Everybody has a conversion rate, even at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like how many people. And then as you master your craft, as you get better at, in, in a lot of it's just building self-confidence in the right. business. You know, I mean, when I, I remember when I first started, I mean, man, I mean, you look at me now, I look young now, I look 12 then. And so I, I had to try to, you know, when something came out of my mouth, I yes. knew the business. Right. But then there's a time when you just, when you speak, they don't ask you how long you've been in the business anymore mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it just comes out with confidence. Mm-hmm. And But you don't get that without without the reps and without the practice. And, right. And so, that's good. That's good. And, you know, I think that that's really, that's something that a lot of even experienced agents that you and I recognize as pros in our business, mm-hmm. right? They still even struggle with, Am I doing a good job? Am oh. I doing this well? Am I, you know? And so mastering that confidence is something that I don't know that you ever master. You constantly work on it, right? Yeah. I mean, there's days I'll call people I know and be like, can I do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been They're in like, it two decades. Tim, you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. You, I mean, because every day, and I guess another thing you could say is you've got to understand that every day you're starting at zero. Yeah. And you, That's good. in sales, you, you know, you may have, three or four closing, three or four coming up. But if you're not doing something that day to restart the process, uh, you know, you, you just you just can't stop. And someone mm-hmm. told me it was like swimming a marathon. You know, when you quit swimming and quit prospecting, you slowly sink. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, that's that's this business. And we've I've seen it time and time. So you've got to have that discipline to wake up and start every day at zero. Just keep swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I really like that. So if you were to um, go back in time, right, and you could redesign your experience knowing what you know now back then, what would a typical day in the life of Tim Oldenhauer look like? What would you do? What would your yeah. schedule look like? What time do you wake up? You know, uh, that kind of thing. I've kind of had the same schedule. And so, and I even do it today. I think anybody could follow this. You know, A, you've got to take care of yourself, working out, gym, all that. And what I've realized is in this business, if you put that in the afternoon, you'll sometimes trade a a showing, you'll trade a listing appointment for Mm -hmm. your health. Mm -hmm. So take care of your Mm -hmm. health first, because if you're sick or you don't feel good, you can't do this business. So I've always worked out in the morning. I wake up about 4.40, work out at 5.00. I try to get to the office by seven because when you get in this business, there's a tendency when you get there to do all your admin and all your work oh, yeah, and yeah. get busy mm-hmm. and never get to lead generation. And you so get I, too busy. Yeah. You get too busy. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I like to get to the office about seven mm-hmm. and do I get rid of every email, every excuse where come eight, I can call people. Mm, and that's all, good. And, so, and then if I can get my calls out of the way, if you, I, I promise anybody on this. If you just do some sort of lead generation from mm-hmm. like 8 a.m. or 8.30 to 10.30, yep. and then it doesn't matter what happened the rest of the day. That's right. You've you, won. You've won. Yeah. And so uh, an old mentor always said, just master your schedule from 8 to noon. Nothing else. That's great. So That is you know, really good. Take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Come in. Make, do a couple of hours of calls, and then you're going to be busy in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and I can see how from the perspective of a perfectionist, I'm not calling you that, but you know, uh, we're both very driven and, you know, like things to be pretty buttoned up and perfect. Having that permission to just win for two hours Mm -hmm. or, you know, eight till noon, whatever it is, and not feel like you have to do it perfect for the whole day, I think it's surprising to people and it gives people a real opportunity to um, really just kind of relax a little bit and not give themselves a hard time, not get burnout. 
all of those problematic things, right? So, you know, I, we look at a lot of analytics and say, okay, well, what does it mean to, to win the day? We tell people two hours a day in the morning. That's yeah. it. Just consistently. That's and it. if you can win for two hours a day, four days out of the week, three weeks out of the month, and eight months out of the year. It's, you'd have it's, a business. You'd have a, yeah, you'd have a nice business. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that's, you know, create something that creates generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anybody hasn't read it, eat, read, eat that frog. Oh, because that, yeah. That's no, good. I mean, eat, because even this long in the business, nobody wants to, nobody wants to make the calls. Nobody wants to prospect. It's no, not fun. No, it's so, not. But get it out of the way. Right. And that was something that um, I feel like when you and I first started working together and even when, you know, when I met Margie, and uh, by the way, when when I met Margie Moldenhauer, I had the skin of a grape. This is mm. what I tell people. I was so soft and just so you know, just ouch, that hurt, you know, <laughs> kind of a kind of a thing. And and she really toughened me up a lot and really just made mm. me a strong person to just more resilient, I guess. A lot and, of tough love. Oh, a lot of tough love that a lot of people I, I feel like could be like, oh, I don't like how. She talked to me, but you know, it's only because she wanted mm-hmm. me to succeed. And I know that's, that's also true with you. Well, and another thing I could say, go find a mentor, go mm-hmm. find a coach or accountability partner because they, they're not there to be your friend. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Uh, they will. And the reason why they'll tell you the truth and the reason why they'll push you and toughen you up is only because they want to see you succeed. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're not going to make you feel good for mm-hmm. not doing your job that day. They're going to tell you to go do your job, yeah. you know? And yeah. so it it's a special feeling when you have somebody close to you, you know, a mentor, a coach, accountability partner that does care about you and will be straightforward with you. And mm-hmm. in this business, when nobody you nobody cares if you show up. Yeah, You right. can't get fired. That's right, you know? that's right. And that's that your, own, your own worst enemy. So mm-hmm. find somebody like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And mind. asking yourself some of those tough questions, I think, you know, yeah, you don't have somebody mm-hmm. there to fire you, but at the end of every day, I like to look at what, I made happen and say, if I was working for myself, if I could separate myself from mm. myself, right, would I be fired after today? You know, or would, yeah. would I be allowed to come back the next day and work, right? Uh, they always say, like, have your spouse follow you for a day and then they'll see what you really do. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my, I had a husband one time that said, I don't know why you're tired all the time. All, all you do is drive around and talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's how we pay the bills. So, yeah. um, no, I mean, that's really good stuff, Tim. So, um, you know, we've got a few minutes left here, and you know I, what I'm hearing you say is just um, being consistent, hard mm-hmm. work. It's not these bright shiny objects of you know, you know how to how to make a million in, in five yeah. minutes kind of a thing. That it's it's a it's a process. Well, and we will actually take on a lot of new agents at our office and our team. And and if you just kind of think about this logically, like, well, one and seven or eight people are moving this year. And so if you can just have discipline to talk to seven or eight a day, one of those people is moving, you know? And if you do that every Every single day, day, the odds are, you know, and and if you even go back even further, that National Social Realtor says, you know, what, 70% of people use the first person they talk to? Yeah. And so you just, you just, yeah, just master your craft and talk to people every day. That's Just good. talk to people every day. It's that simple. That's good. That's so. really good. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, in our last couple of minutes here, just a couple of rapid fire, you know, questions. Mm. Um, you've explained perfectly, you know, I think how to really make a 
financial fortune in this business, how to mm-hmm. really have a business, right? What are some of the things that you do to um, also unwind, you know, find the find the time to read, you know, you talked about working out. How do you feed the machine? Uh, I, I've always, we've, my family, we've always taken trips. And yeah. so if, if I, like I told you a goal the other day, yeah, you know, so it's like, if I do X, Y, and Z for three months, we're going to go on this trip. And so I, I have to personally get away from here to, mm-hmm. to check out. Yeah, and sure. so <laughs> if I reach my real estate goals, I'm allowed to go. Yes. And so, yeah. that, so I tie the, tie my real estate goals to trips to Mm-hmm. to recharge and unwind. Right. That's good. That's good. What about mentally? What are some things that you have read that you would say, you know, these are these are books. I know you mentioned one, but if somebody out there is just starting out, what are what are maybe two books that you'd say, you know, this is what you'd need to Here's need a to neat one I just finished that I wished I had listened to before. It's called The Alter Ego yeah. Effect. And it was talking, it talks about, it's almost a way about creating confidence, but alter ego, it, you basically create an alter ego to be the person like, if you the person that need, wants to sell fifty homes a year, you create that inside of you and yeah. it tells you how to do that. Where it's oh, that's good. you know, where it's not you getting rejection, it's this ego alter ego. So that one was really, really mm-hmm. interesting that that's I just good. finished. That's good. You got so, another any others? Uh, the others you should do is listen to the slight edge, atomic habits, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all the basics that will teach you what daily discipline will create. Absolutely. Just a great way, fundamental, you know. Mm-hmm. Cornerstones, I guess, yeah. of, of how to run a business, how to run yourself. How to, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to add, or um, you know, what, I guess what I would always add is I just want to, you know, always put the message out that we are in this in this business. We shouldn't take for granted what what opportunity we have. I mean, there's very few businesses out there that you have unlimited potential. But I mean, if you, but we have the biggest responsibility ever. Yeah. We are dealing with uh, people's most expensive assets, yeah. And so we can't take it lightly, you know. I mean, when you have that buyer or the seller, put them first. Mm-hmm. I mean, this because mm-hmm. this is this is their house. We yeah. may do it every day, but this is everything to That's them. That's good. That's so, really good. I love and it. So just try to remember that. Yeah, I love it. Well, Tim, thanks so much for coming on the show today, and um, I know that people out there in the community in the real estate world look up to you as a leader and I'm um, just a great businessman in general mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's a real pleasure to get to pick your brain and share the great information with everybody today right. thanks yeah. for having me on yeah absolutely thanks. well tune in next week guys for another episode of the row report and I'll see you back next week mm-hmm.